Have you ever wondered what the heck people do when they go on a hike? Like, what's the big deal? And what does it mean when someone say and someone says an epic hike? Well, it's something I never wondered about in my teenage years or even growing up, even in my 20s and 30s. But the closest thing I ever knew about hiking was that people slept in tents, ate granola, and John Denver sang about it. And that was about it. I just was not raised in a hiking family. And it probably was related to the area in which I grew up. But regardless of that, as you know, since this podcast is focused on reimagining our life going forward and carving new paths, I found it interesting that in my 30s and 40s, I really started to discover that, hey, this was kind of cool, or even really, really way cool. And there's much more out there that I really understood and that I wanted to try more. So I thought, how hard could it be? It's just walking, right? Even if it's up a hill. Okay, yeah, a hill's gonna involve a little, you know, heavy breathing, heart rate's gonna go up, whatever. I thought, how can people find this type of exercise, something you can do while hiking? You know, it seems a little basic, it seems a little easy. Well, I can tell you that not only is hiking a wonderful fitness and uh, fitness training and character building activity, but it's also awe-inspiring and glorious beyond ever I thought it was even possible. So now at age 53, I've gone on hundreds of hikes, all different types of lengths, difficulty, and had many different experiences, but been able to see so much beauty. And I completed three what I think epic hikes over the age of 50 that stand out a bit more, and that's Aspen to Crested Butte, the Zion Narrows, and hiking across the Grand Canyon. So join me today as I talk about why you, especially, if you're over 40 or 50, don't wanna miss this amazing experience and why you should consider planning and going on your epic hike now and not postpone it any longer. So it's just walking, right? It's not that hard. It seems like everybody could do it. Well, exactly. Okay, so almost everybody and anybody can do this. It's incredible and something we can do well into our 70s and 80s and hopefully longer. You don't have to be a super jock. You don't have to be talented or even that coordinated. Okay, a little coordinated, but it's not something that has to require a bunch of lessons, a significant investment or risk, nor a lot of hand-holding. It just requires a buddy a little bit of equipment, like a good pair of shoes, and a little bit of bravery to just go out there and try it. It will take planning and it will take some preparation. So we're gonna hop in here in a moment and review the top five reasons I think you should go plan right now and go on your epic hike. Quickly, I wanna share with you that this is being brought to you by our Inspiring Your Next VIP community, in which we discuss hiking and all sorts of adventures everything that's creative, active, travel, what are you going after now so you're having fun and not waiting to help create, plan, and start that list of what you're going after and create it as a live it now list, not a bucket list. Our community gets together virtually with fun activities like making creative cocktails and healthy cocktails or better phone photography or how to bike tour. And then we set up several in-person events like some hikes, like a full moon hike, and designed to give you a great group of gals over 40 and 50 who are all trying something new. We have a fly fishing and hiking weekend coming up in October, and I also will be hosting a free webinar to go in greater detail about these three epic hikes and how to prepare for them. 
like the time it takes to plan, how to know if you're ready, the type of gear you'll need, and fueling, very important. The type of foods I had even while gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, corn-free, whatever free, and how I stored them. I'll also talk about how to find other hiking buddies. I'll help answer your questions and give you a free hiking guide to download even more ideas and recommendations because it's my hope that in the end of that, you'll have enough inspiration, answers, and shortcuts to plan your epic hike for 2021. The webinars are set for June 29th and they will be recorded so you can check them out later. And I'll offer them at different times. So go to destinationu.net and check out all events to register for the free session and download the free guide to get started. Just heading out on the trail for the first time can be intimidating if you've never tried it before. I know it was for me. Like you may not even know how to get started, but I promise you can do it. It's really easy. I'm gonna go into greater planning details and the how-to steps in those upcoming webinars. So don't forget for these and all other events, go to destinationu.net website. And in the connection tab in the menu, there's a section with all events to check it out. So I hope you have a chance to visit and subscribe because this is where you're gonna get the first information and the first opportunity to sign up for these events before they reach their max. My hope is that being a part of our community, you'll number one, be inspired to see all the fun and fabulous adventures that await you. Number two, you'll have the easy how-to steps to get started. And number three, you'll see now that in our 40s, 50s, and 60s, this is the perfect time to kick it up a notch and make sure we're spending more time going after our fun. Alrighty then, let's get into the top five reasons I believe anyone over the age of 50 should not wait to go on your epic hike. Number one, everybody can do it. It's easy to start. Okay, almost everyone can do it, but anyone can give it a try and you should while you're healthy. There are many reasons to get out there and take a walk, right? It's low risk, it's great healthy exercise, but it can also take very little planning. It takes a little bit of fitness and very little expense to get started. So what's needed? Well, for the first time, for starters, a great pair of hiking shoes or boots. It can be hiking boots, but there are also a lot of trail walking and, and trail running shoes that are really good. And you may not even need boots. Uh, one thing to look for is you want something that's waterproof though, because you hopefully have an opportunity to either walk through a stream or get in some mud puddles, which are really great. Yes, you'll need water, a hat, sunscreen, sunglasses, etc. but you already have some of those items. And for your first easy hike, you really don't need to make any special purchases. Go out for one to two hours and see if you like it. If so, and think you're interested in doing more of it, or even considering planning an epic hike, well, then you can start adding gear. And you can even rent some gear in the meantime. So renting it to try is always a good option. I also think that if you're over 40 or 45, you should really consider hiking poles. You can rent them again inexpensively or buy a pair for usually less than $20. It helps on the uphill, gives you some leverage going up and it helps distribute the workload so it's not just on the legs. But for me, hiking poles helps a lot more on the downhill. It keeps pressure off of your knees and then it makes you more steady. And sometimes the trail can be either a little rocky, a little gravelly, a little slippery, sandy, and having those hiking poles gives you a lot more stability. They're light, they're easy to carry on your backpack if you don't feel you need them, but it's so helpful, especially when you're tired, because more, more times the accidents happen on the downhill when you're tired. 
so you really don't need much to get started. You might want to bring a rain jacket, a light backpack, or something that you're going to carry again to make sure you have enough water and food. But it's going to vary whether you're going out for a one to two hour hike versus an overnighter, right? So start small and start building up and you're going to start figuring out along the way. I've already talked about how easy it is to plan some of this in some of my Friday faves. You can see on my website, like I talk about All Trails, which is an app, or how you can find information on Google and YouTube and other resources. So you can search like the best trail in Lincoln, Nebraska, or the best trail near Boston, Massachusetts. You can also search like the best forested trail, Ocean Rim area, whatever it's gonna be. You can do, you can, you can start small, and I recommend that you do, and then you can easily ratchet it up, and you can then start looking at a 10-day hike across the Appalachian Trail, or this long trek in Europe, or South America, wherever. Or maybe like I did, across the Grand Canyon, rim to rim, right? I didn't have to do it fast. I just had to keep walking and keep walking and keep walking. <laughs> I had to train and I had to be smart about the food and prep, but you can do it too. And there are so many ways you can find these hikes and structure your plan and your visit. You're gonna find blogs and Facebook groups that give you insights and tips. Like my Grand, Grand Canyon Rim to Rim, R to R. I got a ton of information off of the R to R Facebook group. Saves me a lot of time and a lot of trouble. These are people who have done it and give you all the keys to the castle, baby. All right, so reason number two you should go on your epic hike. You gotta do it now while you're healthy. Gosh, too many times I see people wait and they wait and they wait and they wait. They're busy, they're bu work, family, whatever. You know you wanna go take a walk or hike a mountain or go see you know, something in the snow, but you don't know how to do it or get around to it. So it's easy to keep pushing it off on your list and it just sits on that list somewhere. They see someone's pictures and they go, oh, you know, that's really cool. That'd be kind of fun. But it, Or maybe they think it's just for their kids, right? Their 20-year-olds will do it or their grandkids and they'll watch from afar. Well, you know, cut it out. <laughs> Get out there. Get in there with everybody. You can do it now and you can set a goal. And if you can't quite do it right now, you can set a fitness goal and you can work towards it. You can be a part of it. But stop putting off because every year that goes by, you never know what's going to happen with our health. Every day we get a little bit older. So I try to make sure I focus on several big hikes or events every year to keep me active because it keeps me focused on a goal and it keeps me feeling really well, you know, healthy. I don't want to wait and see if I can hike something in my 70s. I want to do it now. And I want to spend time doing something I love that keeps me healthy, keeps me physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually healthy. And I hope that because of these efforts, while I'm having fun doing it, it's going to keep me able to do it longer and longer and longer. So it's this walking, this walking that keeps me moving forward right now. All right, reason number three to go on that epic hike, it's a fun group activity. You can have two people, you can have six people, you can even have bigger groups if you want to that kind of break up along the trail. It's great for families and it's so sweet for like a, a nice little meetup, a lunch picnic. And I find it optimal for me to have between like two and eight people because you're gonna, you're gonna have a variety of people who walk faster, slower, some like to rest more than others. Some like to talk more. Some like to take a lot of different pictures. I'm always taking pictures and having to catch up with the group, right? Take more pictures to catch up with the group or take breaks at different times. It's also good to know the abilities of everybody in your group so that you make sure that everyone's safe and you have some first aid items like some band-aids. Most of the time you'll be able to chat because again, you're just walking along. And if you have a bigger group, you'll probably want to take a breaks in a few places to keep regrouping. 
you know, again, some people are going to go faster. And in that situation, I recommend you either have a couple of meetup points, like whether the trail is going to split, everyone waits there. Anytime there's, there's an option, everyone waits there until the group's back together. Or you can choose a timing thing, like the first people at the front of the have to stop every half hour. So that way everybody gets together and catches up because you always want to make sure everyone is together and everyone is safe. Reason number four you should go on your epic hike. It's an awesome and fun fitness goal with a lot of like fun side effects or side benefits. You get to explore. You get to take on some cardiovascular training in a much better environment than the uh, gym or studio. And you connect with nature. It rejuvenates your soul and it's such a fulfilling experience kind of all wrapped up into one. It's something fun I get to look forward to. So the planning is fun and then going out and playing is fun. And it, again, can be that planning even is a group or a family activity. Where will you go? What do you wanna see? Do you wanna check out a beautiful lake? Do you wanna see your first marmot? What the heck is that? Do you wanna look at other mountain peaks from a higher perspective? You get to research different places and different trails. And then you can create fun contests, like whoever finds the coolest bug or whoever takes the best photo of a flower or whoever brings the best picnic snack. So it's something, again, you can look forward to in the planning and you're driving healthier active habits as, at the same time. So it combines fun, happy, exciting, fitness, planning, all into one. These are the beauties of hiking. The fitness training is also an activity you can share in. It's so much more enjoyable when you're actually prepared for it. Now again, it's going to vary depending on the type of terrain you're going to be on, but most likely you're just walking many times going up the hill first, and you average between one to two and a half miles an hour. To me, it's easier going up a hill and then coming back down on these hikes, but you also have options to hike down into a canyon or gorge where you go down first and then come up. But getting prepared all makes it all much better, right? It makes the experience that you've been looking to forward to way much better and way more fun. And reason number five, the reward. Whether you're hiking with a good buddy, a fun group, your family, whatever, that time in nature comes with these overwhelming feelings of inspiration, love of nature, and for me, feeling closer to God. That's all included at no additional cost. It's the experience that's so rewarding. The views, the sounds, the little things like the absolute quiet, the fresh air, the small stream that's kind of rolling alongside of you, the stillness, the lack of people, the lack of talking on the phone, the lack of internet, the lack of email, the warmth of the sun on your skin and the smell of the flowers or the field of grass or the forest and the pine or the glare of the sun of glistening of the little snow. All of this is just awe-inspiring. Nothing special needed, and it comes to you at no additional cost. And you don't even have to be a VIP to experience it. So those are my top five reasons why you shouldn't wait and you should start planning your epic hike now. So what is an epic hike? Well, this define, is defined really by what you want. If beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So it depends what you're looking for, right? What you wanna see. Again, whether it's a more forested hike where you wanna go up in elevation, it depends on what you wanna see. You can go above tree line, get to 12,000, 14,000 feet. Have you ever heard of 14ers? That's a thing, right? Climbing something that hits 14,000 feet. Some people wanna check out beaches or islands 
sandy trails. You can even go and do sand dune hikings. Did you even know that? There's sand dune parks in Colorado, Utah, probably everywhere. Who knew? But for me, I stumbled into all of this and I'm so grateful. So three epic hikes I've gone on. First was a hike from Aspen, Colorado to Crested Butte. So I didn't even know this was an epic hike. Somebody said, hey, we're gonna go on this cool hike. It's supposed to be pretty cool. So I started Googling it. Hey, lo and behold, this is supposedly like this really cool event, right? The wildflowers are supposedly amazing. And it's gonna take a while. It's 14 miles each way. Some people go one way, one direction and stay the night and shuttle back, right? Or have friends meet them with a car. Some people go stay and come back. Some people camp, make a few days out of it. Again, the world is your oyster. But there were, I think, eight of us, and I'm gonna post videos again, uh, not only on some of my Instagram and Facebook groups, but also in the webinars, show you a little bit more about how beautiful, it was amazing, the sea of wildflowers, and the colors kept coming, all the purples, all the yellows, all the oranges, all the pinks, it was amazing. And again, it was walking and hiking. Poles were huge, lots of water, right? Uh, and, lots of, and it did take a lot of planning, but, it's something I could do again and again, and I think for years to come. Uh, there were a couple areas that were a little rockier, but nothing that was too exposed or a little too crazy, but it was just beautiful. And we ended up actually going over, staying the night and coming back. And the second day, I, I will tell you, at the end of the first day, I didn't think I could do a second day, but we got up, we started walking, and lo and behold, we just kept walking and we did it. So that was the first one. And then more recently, uh, probably six months ago, a friend of mine in a running group said, hey, they were talking about going and doing R to R. Well, what the heck is R to R? Never heard of this, right? So they explained that going across the Grand Canyon is a thing. Well, I had visited the Grand Canyon a few years ago with my mom, but I didn't know this was a thing that I didn't know you could actually hike across it. So started Googling and looking into it and sure enough, there are, all, there are maps, there are only a few different routes you can go, so it's not like you have to you know, look at a ton of different options. You have to figure out if you're going south to north, north to south, if you're gonna hike and stay in the canyon overnight. So there are, there are planning you know, steps to take, but I hopped in a Facebook group, uh, kept watching and seeing these reports of how much water you'll need, how much time it's going to take, which trail is the best, blah, 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 blah. It was epic. We started on the trail at 5.15 in the morning and finished on, we started on the south side and went to the north side and finished about 7.45 just as the sun was setting. The views on the sunrise going down in the canyon and the views of the sunset coming out of it on the other side were unbelievable. Something I will never, ever, ever forget. So again, I'm gonna talk more about the planning and more of the details of this in the upcoming webinars. I hope you join me there. And finally, the Zion National Park Narrows. I had, again, I'd been to the Narrows and I had been in Zion and hopped in there, but I was ill-prepared. I didn't even know this, again, didn't know it was a thing that people hiked this. And so all these other people were around me with poles, like these different poles, like big walking sticks. And they had these boots and pants that, I had little Tevas and it was clear that as my foot got into the really, really cold water, that I wasn't gonna be walking really far, and there, or it wasn't smart. So I just asked somebody, where do you get all the, what happened? How do you know this is a thing? And where'd you get the hiking stick and the shoes? And they just said, yep, you rent the gear, this is what happens, blah, blah, blah. 
asking questions, just asking around, amazing. So I went, okay, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna do that. So after my Grand Canyon hike, we spent a few days tooling around that area and went to Zion, rented the gear, and hiked another like 14, 15 miles in the Narrows. Kept walking up this up the canyon. And this is, again, you're walking in water. So you have to have these boots. Don't do it, especially at our age. Don't do it without the big walking stick and the shoes. I think it was like $40 worth of gear, right? People try it in flip-flops and other stuff. The rocks are unstable that you walk on. You're gonna slip. It's miserable if you don't do it the right way. So invest the 40 or 50 big bucks because it will make your day better. Spend the whole day walking forward. And you are gonna take thousands and thousands of pictures, and I'm not kidding. Between my Aspen Crested Butte was several hundred pictures, my hike in Grand Canyon was probably 500 pictures alone, and the Narrows, 500 pictures. I'm sure of it. And that is a problem. That's a, but it's a good problem, but that's a problem. But we just kept walking and the sights and the sounds were just incredible. I will never forget any of those hikes. And to me, when I think about where I want to be later in life and what I want to do, I want to go back through my pictures and my videos. And I want to remember what it felt like to walk in these shoes at that time. Because it's incredible. So again, I'm gonna share more in these upcoming webinars. If you really wanna plan one of these, or I'll also have a list of other epic hikes. There's so much. Appalachian Trail, Lake Tahoe, up the Oregon coast. Oh my gosh, there's so much in the US you could do. So where will you go? What's your epic hike? I hope that especially if you've never had the opportunity to plan or tackle one of these epic hikes, I hope you'll give it a chance because I would be very upset later to have learned I would have missed this. Okay, so one final warning is it can be addictive, highly addictive, and it's a good thing. Let's take it with a grain of salt, right? Bad part is you're gonna have to wade through a lot of pictures, a lot of video, and uh, it's gonna take up more of your time because you're gonna wanna do more of it. You may actually start planning more of these things. You may actually plan more trips around this. Like you may wanna actually fly somewhere or travel somewhere like on a Hawaiian hike or an Alaskan hike. You may need to buy more equipment. <laughs> I can't really find anything negative about it. I think it's a great healthy obsession and something almost everybody can do today and something we can do that helps us even into our tomorrows, right? These are not risky events and hopefully you pick up this new wonderful healthy addiction check back on my website, destinationu.net, my Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more photos, videos, and recommendations. And then sign up and join me on these up to upcoming webinars so I can answer your questions and give you a free download to help you plan it and just shortcut your homework. Now, if you're already on your way and you're already doing this, post and tag us on Inspiring Your Next because we want to continue expanding our reach. I want, I want you to help me inspire others and empower others there are many women out there just like us, and we wanna help them get more quickly to their next. Okay, so recap, you should do this. Almost anyone can do it. It's easy, 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 easy to start. You should do it while you're healthy. It's a fun group or family activity. It's a fun fitness, fitness goal, and it has tons of rewards and memories and pictures that are oh so sweet. And isn't that what life's really about? Getting the most out of our time here? All of this is something you can do today. 
Don't put it off. Make it a live it now list item. I promise if you've never gone before, give it a shot and see how you like it. Especially if it's a scenic place or destination close to home. Something that gets you out of the home, gets you away from the hassles of the day, lets you get out, breathe the fresh air, immerse yourself in nature, and take a walk down a totally new path. Remember to get out there and play more, experience more, and have more fun. Don't worry about posting about it at that moment. Don't worry about Facebook or anything yet. Enjoy the experience. Immerse yourself in the moment. Take the pictures. Create your memories. And then later, come back and share your pictures, ref reflections, and recommendations on social media. It can wait. But your epic hike shouldn't. So take care, everyone. Get out there. Go after your next and share your posts with me. And I'll catch up with you in the upcoming webinars.